This message comes from Capital One. Your business faces unique challenges and opportunities. That's why Capital One offers a comprehensive suite of financial services backed by the strength of a top 10 commercial bank. Visit CapitalOne.com slash commercial. Member FDIC. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Giles Snyder. Vice President Kamala Harris plans to meet with Benny Gantz, who's a member of Israel's war cabinet at the White House tomorrow. The two are slated to talk as the Biden administration continues to seek a temporary ceasefire in Gaza. NPR's Asma Khalid reports. A White House official says Harris will discuss the urgency to secure a deal to release hostages held by Hamas that would result in a temporary ceasefire to allow hostages to move safely out of Gaza and for significantly more humanitarian aid to flow into the region. The official also said the vice president intends to reiterate that civilian casualties must be reduced. While in Washington, Gantz will also meet with Biden's national security advisor, Jake Sullivan, as well as senior members of Congress from both parties. The Biden administration has been trying to negotiate a temporary pause in the fighting. On Thursday, President Biden said he remains hopeful a deal can be reached, but it's not clear when that might occur. Asma Khalid, NPR News. Mediators are meeting in Cairo today, working to come up with a ceasefire agreement. The meeting is being held as the Associated Press and other media outlets are quoting an unnamed U.S. official as saying Israel has agreed to a framework of a deal that includes a hostage release and that it's up to Hamas to agree to it. Neither side has commented publicly. In Times Square last night... Things got tense as an NYPD bomb squad tried to respond to a call about a grenade in an Uber. They struggled to reach the device because of crowds protesting the war in Gaza. Authorities later said the device was inactive, was an inactive novelty grenade. Several people reportedly arrested for blocking the police vehicle. A grassroots group of activists is encouraging Minnesota voters to select uncommitted in Tuesday's Democratic primary election. The protest vote modeled after a similar movement in Michigan last week that turned out more than 100,000 votes were uncommitted. Minnesota Public Radio's Clay Masters reports. The protest vote aims to send a warning to President Biden's re-election campaign over his ongoing support for Israel in its war against Hamas in Gaza. Jelani Hussein is an activist with Uncommitted Minnesota. He was one of many activists in the Twin Cities who spoke at local mosques after Friday prayers. And we're just hoping our neighbors come out in hopes that we can see a ceasefire, in hopes we can save lives. And so we're asking Minnesotans who are thinking about this to think that this is just a protest vote. Like some areas of Michigan, the Twin Cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul have a significant population of Muslim voters. Minnesota is one of 15 states to vote on Super Tuesday. For NPR News, I'm Clay Masters in Minneapolis. Donald Trump getting closer to clinching the GOP presidential nomination. He easily won this weekend's Republican caucuses in Michigan, Missouri, and Idaho. Republicans holding a nominating contest today in the nation's capital ahead of Super Tuesday. This is NPR. That powerful storm that's been hitting California's Sierra Nevada has dropped heavy snow in the Lake Tahoe Basin. That blizzard expected to ease today. As Sophia Holm of member station KUNR reports. The Lake Tahoe area remains trapped in a blizzard with the main roads in and out of the area closed. Residents are spending most of their time shoveling snow and staying warm. Mark Carranzo, an attorney who works in New York, moved to the area during the COVID-19 pandemic. He says while last winter saw more snow in total, this storm is stronger than any he experienced last year. It's it's a big deal. There's a lot of snow. I don't know when 
we're going down the hill. There have been intermittent power outages since the start of the storm, and authorities have asked people not to travel. Blizzard conditions are expected to clear out by the end of the weekend. For NPR News, I'm Sophia Holm in Reno. The wildfire threat remains ongoing in the Texas panhandle today because of warm temperatures, strong winds, and low humidity. The National Weather Service has posted red flag warnings for fire danger remaining in effect through tonight. A Smokehouse Creek fire has killed at least two people and has destroyed as many as 500 structures. Vice President Harris will be in Selma, Alabama today to help mark a bloody Sunday. She'll be joining the annual march across the Edmund Pettus bridge and deliver remarks on the civil rights movement. Alaska's Iditarod sled dog race gets underway for real today. Following yesterday's ceremonial start, timed competition begins. This year's race is one of the smallest in terms of competitors. 38 mushers and their dog teams will start the race. I'm Giles Snyder. This is NPR News. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com slash switch.